Hey guys, it's Mike from We Are The Batman here. Just want to let you know, we have a new website you guys can go to. Just go to podpage.com slash wearethebatman. That's podpage.com slash wearethebatman. You can get all of our episodes there, get a little more information about us, and most importantly, you can leave us reviews, and you can leave us comments and messages, send us questions and episode ideas, and you can even leave us voicemails. All these great tools are on the website. Head over to podpage.com slash wearethebatman. Batman. We always love to hear from you guys. Head on over there now and check it out. Hey everybody, welcome back to We Are the Batman. I'm Mike. And this is Matthew. Uh, we are doing an episode that was kind of requested by someone. Uh, this is coming from... Uh, friend and fan of the show robert haley who submitted a question to our last q a which by the way those of you who submitted thank you very much you can always submit more questions on our website podpage.com slash we are the batman and um his question was like what were our favorite live action portrayals of a batman villain and i was like that's an excellent question that i need time to ponder over <laughs> Let's do it as an episode um and uh, so that was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we're, we're a couple weeks behind because uh, by, at the time you guys are listening to this, we're now uh, almost two weeks removed from James Gunn's DC announcement, which we did an entire breakdown of, uh, which you can, on last week's show, which you can go back and listen to. And James Gunn liked the tweet of ours, so that means we're famous now. We're now parts of the DC uh, uh, writing team. He's we're his favorite podcast. We'll remember you guys in our memoirs. Exactly. Um, so we're just gonna we're you know we're not gonna do like a whole top five list you know because this was I mean, just picking a favorite one was i think the hardest but then trying to rank them is is ow um but we we reached out to robert and asked him well well buddy what are yours and uh he went over to our website uh again podpage.com slash we are the batman where you guys like robert can leave us a voicemail uh and let's let's hear what robert had to say about his favorite um, uh, Batman live action villains. Hey, Mike and Matt. Uh, thanks again for taking my idea to talk about our uh, favorite live action Batman villains. There's so many to talk about. Of course, Heath Ledger is the first one that comes to mind. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of other really great ones that, that I think you know, deserve a lot of conversation. Um, Aaron Eckhart as Harvey Dent, I think he is really chilling once he makes that turn. Um, and certainly, you know, the the face CGI is, is really good. Um, but that confrontation between Batman, Gordon, and him uh, at the end where he's got Gordon's son, I mean, just, it's, it's so chilling. And you know, indicative of the journey he's gone on and the depths he's fallen to. I love killing Murphy Scarecrow. Um, just he chews so much scenery and the way he interacts with, you know, Batman or with Rachel in the first movie. I love that he comes back in the next two movies um, and we get to see, I mean, he's our introduction to Batman in the Dark Knight, that little chase sequence with him is so much fun uh and i really enjoy that character and the use of the fear gas and the mask uh and definitely you know i also uh feel like i'm gonna go old school and i'm gonna talk about the villains from batman 66 particularly burgess meredith as the penguin like he's just he's having so much fun like i i don't know i just love it i love that movie i love how campy and fun it is and him in particular um he's just one of my favorite uh, performances. Uh, I don't think Zoe Kravis 
counts as a villain in the new uh, movie, The Batman, but her performance was amazing, as was John Turturro's Carmen Falcone. Um, There's been so many great uh, villains over the years. I can't wait to hear you guys talk about it. So looking forward to that. And thanks again. Uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Nice. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Robert. Uh, and this this is why I make lists because he took a bunch of mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll, I'll, so that's good. That saves me. I mean, but to go off some of the ones he named, I mean, like, like one of the ones I had on my list, like Aaron Eckhart's two face does not get talked about enough. I think, I think he did a stellar job and I'm bummed. We didn't get more of it in what would have been uh, Nolan's original plan for dark Knight three, but well, I don't know. What do you think about that one? I think his I think it's really good. I think him being the white knight for most of that movie, it is a I mean, I, I think you're right. It's a shame that we don't actually get to spend more time with him as the villain. Um, he just kind of becomes more of a dark agent of vengeance than he does like a true villain. You know, he's just I mean, you you have that moment, honestly, up until he takes Gordon's kids, nothing he's doing is quote unquote wrong. Like all yeah. these people betrayed him. Everybody betrayed him. So yeah. it makes total sense what he's doing. So I, I would almost moderately push back on that. He's a villain in that movie. That's he's, fair. He is just this dark vigilante who's willing to do the things Batman is not willing to do, which I think wraps his story or Batman's story even more of like, you know, part of what once Joker exposes Batman won't kill. Nobody's afraid of him. But then you have Two Face coming in and going like, "No, I have no problem killing you, guy. If this, if this, uh, this coin flip doesn't work, and even if it does work, like, hey, you get to live. Driver doesn't. Boom. You still jacks up Eric Roberts anyway. Yeah. Well, and it, 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 it's some of my favorite stuff from Long Halloween is what they do with Harvey Dent in The Dark Knight, like that, the, the weird relationship that he and Batman have the kind of turn at the end where, cause even in long Halloween, like for the, up until a certain point, two faces just getting revenge for what happened to him. And then it kind of goes off the rails. Um, so I, I loved that. He also mentioned uh, Killian Murphy as scarecrow in that series, which was one that was on my list too. Again, another one I'm like, it's so good. And we get less and less with each movie. It's cool that he's there for all three, but man, like I really wish he could have been like, especially having played like the Arkham Knight video game in which Scarecrow is a truly terrifying big bad. It's like the potential for what a a, a totally off his leash Scarecrow could be is, is horrifying. And I, I really liked Killian Murphy in that. Yeah. I think honestly, when you get into post, I get all like, honestly, I think the list of crappy live action performances is much shorter than the list of really good ones. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like as much as I like it, like Batman forever, the two villains in that are blah, Batman and Robin, the two villains are blah, but yeah. you know, arguably Batman returns has one of the best and worst villain yeah. portrayals, but you know, Joker in the Batman 89 is great. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a little weird. Cause I mean, it's just Jack Nicholson being Jack Nicholson, but it still works. <laughs> yeah. It just works in the movie. <laughs> Uh, but what about you? What is what is some of your favorites outside of what he's mentioned? I mean, so I mean, because I was going to mention Aaron Eckhart, I was going to mention Killian Murphy. Um, you know, I I was going to mention um, John Turturro as as Carmine Falcone in the Batman. Um, 
you know, but also like he mentioned Burgess Meredith is the penguin. I was going to mention, I mean, how do you not mention Colin Farrell's penguin in, in the Batman? Yeah. I mean, that, that transformation and we we've talked ad nauseum about, about that on this show. It's, it's insane. And there's a reason that he's getting his own dedicated HBO max series to continue the story into what we now know is going to be called the Batman part two, uh, coming out in October of 2025. Um, so it's 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 just when you think about like that arms dealer just in it for his own glory at the end of the day kind of thing that penguin is and seeing the seeds of that planted with with colin farrell it's 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 hard to not bring it up yeah yeah it's yeah i think john Turturro surprised me very well done it should not have worked yeah should not have when they when they said John Thoreau was playing Carmine Falcone, I was like, you're out of your mind. There's no way. The only way it could have been better is if he was bowling and wipe, you know, <laughs> polishing his bowling ball the entire time he's talking, or, you know, or cooking like in long, again, like in long Halloween when he's, when he's always cooking, he's always making sauce yeah. and, and talking, talking crap about his son um, the whole time. But, but he was playing pool. Yeah. Was, that's not too bad. It's close enough. Uh, no, I, I think, like for me personally, when I think about these, the one that always stands out the most, I mean, it is a cheat, but it is like, there's a reason why Heath Ledger's Joker yeah. is the one. But but really, honestly, like getting to beyond that is um, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman in yeah. Batman Returns. Like, you know, to the behind the scenes of it is that Keaton and Pfeiffer dated before they ever made that movie, like years before. So they were I able, yeah, I, I, it was like, like one of the Keaton interviews, he talked about it, but mm-hmm. like their chemistry in and out of costume mm-hmm. is palpable, pal, 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 palpable, yeah. thick, whatever. Yeah. It's outstanding. You can, you can taste it in the air. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and the thing I liked is even though they did change her origin kind of weird, I mean, everything in the Burton-ish films, they've altered the crap out of some of the stuff, mm-hmm. but I did like that, like. To me, Catwoman is the th- is in similar to Rachel Ghoul. Beyond Batman's true integrity, he should be with these people. Mm-hmm. Like he, Catwoman is the perfect mate for him, and the person who would only and can only understand the duality of who he truly is. Beyond, I think any of the females he's had in his life, be it comics movies, cartoons, whatever. I think she's the one that can relate the most to what he is. So to see that done so well in a film, mm-hmm. and then even when they're, it's Selena Kyle and Bruce Wayne, similar to the comic, the chemistry is outlandish as well. So I think probably that is one of my favorites. Uh, but yeah, Burgess Baird as the Penguin is hilarious. Um, so good. You know, all those, all those 60s castings, like for what they needed to be were were outstanding yeah like the the only one that that is a little off is just is is for that brief time that john astin played the riddler um before (laughs) uh uh, instead of um uh uh, crap gershon something uh um uh, oh my god it uh uh frank gorshin there you go um because frank gorshin absolutely nailed it and and john astin is 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 a fine actor um you know one of these great gomez adams for crying out loud yeah. it just it always felt a little hokey when he was playing the riddler but even then like we're still talking about hokey in the 60s batman show like 
you kind of just forgive some things. Uh, I mean, they let Cesar Romero keep his mustache under his makeup, which is dedication. Um, and all three cat women we had in the sixties were, were, whether it was Lee Merriweather, whether it was Eartha Kitt, whether it was help me. Um, why are you, Oh my God, I am just not on it today. Um, I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Well, but but like other other than the one we don't speak of, I don't think we've truly had a bad Catwoman, um, and that one doesn't count because it didn't happen, and we don't speak of it. Um, so so it's fine. But uh, he's still looking it up. <laughs> yeah, no. What what, do you, what? Julie Newmar. Julie, thank you, God. The one that was in the animated movie. Um, yeah, it's a great great animated movie, by the way. Um, yeah, it, it it's. It's it, like you said earlier, it's hard to say we've had like we've had far more good ones than we've had. Like the list of bad ones is incredibly short. If I had to pick a personal favorite, though, this might be recency bias. But man, Paul Dano's Riddler so good. I thought it was interesting. I, I, I think like Nicholson as Joker, I've seen Dano do that. Mm-hmm. So even though I was like wow this works really well in this movie i wasn't like wow i didn't know paul dano had that gear you know I think- oh sure yeah it, it was not a it was not a shock that paul dano crushed that it's like this is what you want to do with riddler well of course you cast paul dano yeah you don't cast anybody else <laughs> and that's where i think like something like michelle pfeiffer or heath ledger or um i'm trying to think about like those people who like why would they cast that person and mm. then they just nail it completely and i think that's where you get into why the joker heath ledger's joker is such a renowned version mm-hmm. is because he'd been doing rom-coms and indie films and and this stuff so you know rightfully so brokeback yeah. mountain at, is joker you know like well yeah at, at that point he those were his biggest claims thing was brokeback mountain you know great movie but you know he's, he's cowboy you know he, you know knight's tale 10 things I hate about you. Like that's what yeah. Heath Ledger was doing. So when you hear he's going to play the Joker, my dad told me that because this is, you know, this is 2007 you know, or whatever. So people were still getting like the, 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 the nerd magazines before yeah. we had the internet and all that. And dad was reading and he was like, Heath Ledger is going to be the Joker. And I was like, the dude from Knight's Tale. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. I think, and- I think my favorite conversation was somebody asking me like, what do you think of this? And I was like, well, there's nothing he's done that make me believe he can't do it, but there's nothing he's done that makes me believe he can do it. So we'll see. <laughs> and, and lo and behold, you know what we got out of it. And that is one of those things when you talk about like, you know, favorite live action Batman villains, it's like, yes, of course, Heath, of course, Heath Ledger, but who else? Cause yeah, it is kind of the, the no brainer, uh, response to that question what are what are some more of yours though man i mean that that, that, that i think that's honestly it it's what, it's yeah. Heath ledger it's michelle pfeiffer um you know i think everybody in the batman was great but i also feel like this is a i don't say it's a cheat but it's like we're at the level and the depth of comic book filmmaking that this is why we're pissed at black adam Right. we're that's, too that's, we're too yeah. far into this game for that movie to suck as bad as it did yeah and i think that's where like like yeah post batman begins 
you know you can get really talented people and really good filmmakers to make these movies. So, of course, everybody in the Batman is beautiful and perfect. So I'm not as... You kind of expect them to be at that point. It's like, I have high standards for my my Batman stuff now. Well, and you're talking about, like, at this point, Warner Brothers, especially Warner Brothers, knows, like, we cannot jack this up. So I think even in the films I haven't liked, I've thought the casting was great. You just didn't do them justice. Oh, yeah. The problem with Suicide Squad is not the Suicide Squad. The problem with Suicide Squad is the movie they're in. Yeah. Yeah. And so, <laughs> but like, but then, um, you know, is it a, it's, see, like, I almost want to say Will Smith is Deadshot, but it's just I almost Will Smith. My list. It's Will Smith being Will Smith, so I can't really say it that. It is, but it worked for Floyd Lawton. Yeah. It, it worked like like again like every everything in the movie casting like Viola Davis, yeah, as Amanda Waller like yes I mean hell John Cena's Peacemaker technically a villain not really a Batman villain but technically a villain I mean yeah hell uh, Stallone is King Shark I mean none of the problems it was so good none of the problems yeah. with these movies has been the people it's just been the script it, and I love the Suicide the Suicide Squad but um so. I mean, but this is why it was such an interesting question that I wanted us to kind of dedicate an episode to because it's, yeah, who are your favorites? Because, like, that's a hard question to answer because there's a lot of really good ones. Yeah. Had Jim Carrey been playing another Joker in Batman Forever, totally on board with what he's doing. Would have been great. Totally on board with what he's doing. Riddler, not so much. But his performance is outstanding. I mean, it's jim carrey doing the jim carrey things but yeah. and is you it know, objectively funny yes is it the riddler no now here here we go i'll throw a curve at you um uh-huh. just thinking about like dude if you had told me freaking bush lead singer was going to be the smoothest oh. slickest villain that in- should not have worked in constantine <laughs> gavin rossdale in in constantine should not work and it is so good when when constantine starts coughing and he's like what did you say and he has to leave you're just like good night this dude where did this and he's i don't know if he's done anything else i don't think he has i can't think of anything else i've seen him in but like that scene in the in the conference room where constantine's gonna you know read him his last rites and send him to heaven to face god i was like this is this is not only is this great acting from gavin rothfield this is just good constantine writing yeah. But even on the flip of that, well, I don't think he counts as a villain. In the comics, he is. But, like, Jaiman Hansu as Papa Midnight is, on paper, is excellent. Yeah. But, no, I, I yeah. like, that's one of those performances where I'm like, yeah, that's a, that's a, okay, I guess we had to put this guy in here. Wow. Okay. Now I know well, why shit. you did. Hang, and, again, not a Batman villain, but hanging out in that movie for a minute, Peter Stormare is Lucifer. I mean, I mean, shut up. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> Peter Stormare is Satan. Is, is, is. Excellent. Are we supposed to be doing Batman live action villains? Or We're supposed to be Batman live-, live action. We've de- we've deviated so hard from this. Oh well, <laughs> I forgot. I'm sorry. I got into the, like because the, I started searching villains, and I'm like, well, I mean, you know, Batman. Yeah. Batman hangs out with Constantine. Why not? <laughs> yeah, they're 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 they're, uh, they're apathetic buddies. Um, but no, it's but yeah, it's 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 hard to find a bad one in the bunch. Like I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you one thing though is I feel like we've had like cause I think Liam Neeson was a decent Ra's al Ghul. I just feel like we had and we've had a lot of live action Ra's al Ghuls. Like now that I think about it, 
none of them have like, 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 like nailed it, but they've all gotten damn close. I, like, I even yeah. the TV ones. I think Liam Neeson as Rachel Ghoul or Raza Ghoul, however you want to say it. I think yeah. his casting is the meta trick. Yeah, is he's the mentor. We're not going to think he's the villain. Um, it was a great twist. Yeah. I think I think it's a very good twist. So I think um, he does an outstanding job, but I think he is probably... The thing I like the most about his race Al Ghul as opposed to some of the other... I haven't seen all of the other ones, but it's mm. that like, you know, in the comics, the biggest, coolest thing about him is it's a half a step before Batman should 100% be with him. Yeah. You know, he, he believes almost the their their ideology lines up until you get to the murder. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So I think having that beginning mentor and then like, oh, no, he isn't really a mentor ish. He's kind of psychotic, um, mm. I thought was really good, and especially when he comes in at the end and you're just like, you know, or are his powers supernatural? And you're just like. Oh, maybe it's the Lazarus pit. Great Easter egg. Oh, I loved the writing in that scene so much. Yeah. Um, I'll give you one from TV. Um, Cameron Monaghan, who uh, plays Jerome, and uh, Gotham is a terrible show, but um, in in the season where they introduced Jerome, I think it was season it was season one or season two. I think it was season one. Um, and you know, Jerome, I I didn't like what they did with him after the episode he's introduced in. But Jerome, in the episode where we meet him at the circus, and particularly the scene in the interrogation room where he goes full Joker, is it is it is incredible. Like that is up there with some of my favorite, quote unquote, Joker performances um, that I've seen. His laugh is is insane. His smile. Um, his cadence is. I mean, it was like this kid watched a lot of Mark Hamill joker before he did uh before he did this scene um and i love that he's you know doing stuff with star wars now but um i thought that was good very very good it's one of, it's one of the few shining moments in that in that dog pile of a show um before the show really just went off the rails and stopped being a cop show anyway that's another conversation <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't get deep enough into that show um no, I think i'll send I, you the cl- i'll send you the clip from youtube it's it's an excellent clip <laughs> No, I think that would that would be that. That's pretty much it. Like I like I said, like yeah. some of them are really good. Some like you know, dude. I don't know what. I don't know if it was his hatred of Jim Carrey or just because he did it only for his son. Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face is should be perfect. That I was so I was going to bring that up earlier. Tommy Lee Jones as Harvey Dent Two Face on paper should be an, a, a home run. Like when you think about who two Two Face is, who Harvey Dent is, and who Tommy Lee Jones is, that should work, like on every level. And man, did it just miss! And yeah, like you said, I think it was just he wasn't having a good time with Jim Carrey. I think he, I think he totally like read. But also that movie, that one in Batman and Robin both had a ton of studio interference. They were trying to make them way more appealing to kids and selling toys. But like, yeah, like on, on paper, like if like if that movie was made today, Tommy Lee Jones would have nailed it. Yeah. And what like, is for me more insulting. 
about his what's more insulting is not just his bad performance, but the fact that what would Billy D. Williams have done? Yeah, I know. It's it's such mm. and I'm glad that he got the chance, kinda, to be two face in the Lego Batman movie. I think that's just a nice little like, yeah. you know, we're sorry, but yeah, it, it really is a shame that we never got to see that because 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 Billy D. Williams is also the coolest guy in every room. Yeah. Uh, so having having him, a villain who can steal your wife while you're watching <laughs> and you're okay with it. You're like, <laughs> like yeah, you're no, like, like, oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to if you didn't. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's it, that really is like. We could have had it, but it, but then it's like, well, if you're gonna get someone like Tommy Lee Jones, that's a great idea, but just it just yeah, it doesn't it doesn't pan out. Um, it, there's but there was a bunch of those where it's just like it was it was there, like you know Tom Hardy as Bane should have worked. Um, I thought Anne Hathaway was fine as Catwoman for what they needed her to do. It just wasn't what I would have really wanted from Catwoman. They had um, no chemistry was my problem. Yeah. <laughs> I loved I loved the nods, like the allusions to Batman Returns they did, like with them dancing, but her and Bale had no chemistry whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and I think because Bale would just I don't think he wanted to be there in any way, shape, or form. Well, and and we we've talked about the Dark Knight Rises a lot, you know, in in other episodes, and it's just it just we all know that that's not the movie they wanted to make. It's just yeah. the one that they were like we lost Heath. Here's what we got. Um, but but yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of there's just there's been so many good ones, but because but even some of the bad ones really aren't that bad. There are some that are terrible, but like like Tom Hardy's Bane. It's not the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's not bad. It's just, you know, not what I would have done. But I, I'm not a Hollywood writer. It, so. it, it works within the confines of what that series was, which is there are no yeah. superpowers. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, uh. <laughs> but, but it's Bane and I kind of want Bane to have superpowers. Yeah, then the, um, do a different character. <laughs> like, yeah, there's well, a, and, so many other Batman villains that 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 guy could have been that yeah. we wouldn't have missed the superpowers. Cause I still don't understand why he has a mask on. I still think he should have been Asriel. Yeah. He should have been Asriel. That yeah. would have been a, that would have been a great movie. Um, one we haven't talked about actually is Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't seen Joaquin Phoenix. I have really? zero interest in watching that movie. Really? Like here, here's what I'll say. If it's called the Joker and the director comes out and says, well, this has nothing to do with the comic. Why the fuck is it called the Joker? Oh, you got to see it, man. You I got don't. it. Oh, I have, man. I have zero interest <sighs> in watching it. I'm not particularly a big fan of Joaquin Phoenix. I wow. stupidly was like, okay, I need to be moderately in the conversation. Let me go watch a couple clips. Let me go read what the movie's about. And I was like, I am less interested now having watched that. Really? Okay, I, that's a conversation. We'll talk. What's a conversation for another time? Well, like, this is where I'll say this. If you tell me it was an awesome performance, I'm going to agree yeah. because as much as I don't like Joaquin Phoenix, I can't deny he is a fantastic actor. Yeah. You know, I loved watching him die in Gladiator. Because he did such a good job oh, as a sure. Yeah, well, yeah, because he is such a piece of shit in that movie. <laughs> so, of what um, I've seen, I can see why people liked it. It's just that, mm-hmm. like, it's not my movie. Like, I don't okay. want. It's you know, we 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 text about this earlier. I don't want to watch, uh, you know, Headcase and Moon Knight. 
I want to watch Batman Moon Knight. That's my Moon Knight. And yeah, Oscar Isaac, fantastic actor, did an amazing. I cannot believe the fact that that show got nominated for a stunts Emmy and he did not get Mm -hmm. nominated for acting Amy makes no freaking sense whatsoever. But yeah, it's just episode five of that show should have won so many Emmys. It's ridiculous. Yeah, (laughs) it's just not my. It's just not my thing. I have no interest. Like, like you know, I, I here I'll really lambast this whole thing. I don't ever need to see, nor do I ever want to watch Goodfellas ever again. I, well, good, good Goodfellas isn't exactly a fun time at the theater. It's well, a well, it's an incredible movie. It's not pleasant. <laughs> but also like Breaking Bad or Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. I have no interest in watching a show that's about a villain. Okay, I mean that's that's fair, and and that was I think that was the thing with a lot of people with Joker was they were just like it's. It, it it's a movie about a bad guy like that was kind of the hang up a lot of people had yeah. um i think it makes i think it makes more con more sense in the context of the movie but i think that's a yeah we can, get, we can get to that another time <laughs> it, it's it's batman without batman i'm not interested i get you All so. right. i got you but uh but like seriously like how, how do you pick a favorite uh, a live action on-air batman villain because we've had so many great ones we've named all of them really in, in this uh in some way shape or form and and you know we've heard roberts robert you know again like how do you not it's it's hard to, to argue against heath ledger does it seem like a safe choice yeah but it's a safe choice for a reason um but also some of the ones like killian murphy a scarecrow that i really enjoyed um you know stuff you know it, there's a bunch of them out there so you know we'd love to hear what yours are so, uh, you know, like we said, head on over to our website, podpage.com slash we are the Batman. Uh, you guys can send us messages and comments there. You can also leave us a voicemail uh, and we'd love to play it and react to it and, and respond to it here on the show. Um, and Matt, where else can the people uh, get in touch with us? You can come to uh, the Fanboy Junction Facebook group, www.facebook.com slash group slash Fanboy Junction with a K. And as always, you guys can find this show on Twitter at we are the Batman. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Mike Shea. And you can find me on Twitter as at Mr. J Ninja. We will see you guys again next time for another episode of We Are the Batman, same bat time, same bat podcast channel. Bye.